What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Fly Girl K, aka Kennedy, back with another episode of No Retraction. On the cast today, you know him, the great Nate. What's up, Nate? Greetings. What's going on, everybody? And our special guest for the night. It's my big little sis, Brittany. Happy birthday, Brittany. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, for those who don't know, my birthday is officially tomorrow, but I will not be in contact with you tomorrow. So thank you for the birthday love tonight. I really appreciate it. Love you. Love you. Love you so much. Thank you, guys. That was a great intro for everybody. Y'all ready to get into it? You got a few topics? Get into it. Get into it. Get into it. Yeah. Brittany Griner is back. She's yay. Are y'all happy about that? Y'all excited? I am. I am. Yes, I am. I don't know her personally, but I mean, I'm. I guess I'm glad that she's now back. That's good. I mean, I'm. I'm. Anybody that's free, anybody that gets okay. prison. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for anyone who gets out of government state control, especially in Russia. Yeah, exactly. You ain't even on your home turf. You in whole other country, <laughs> and then not even like a nice country like France or somewhere where the U.S. got you know good ties. You in a place where the U.S. is not messing with the with with Russia right now, and Russia ain't messing right. with the U.S. So that was that was definitely clutch. It was real clutch. It was reported that we did a prisoner swap. Um, none other than the merchant of death. Mm-hmm. That would be Victor Bout. Um, I think it was reported in 2008, Victor Bout was arrested in Thailand on a 2008 sting operation and was convicted in the US court in 2012 for supplying weapons to terrorist organizations and conspiring to kill Americans. So my question to y'all tonight, and I'll shoot it to Nate first. Do you feel that this was a fair prisoner swap? <sighs> okay. So when you say fair, everybody's definition of what fair is is gonna is is going to <laughs> widely <Right>. differ. <laughs> so I feel like there are some people out there, obviously, that are like, no, that trade shouldn't have been done. And there are some people that are like, yeah, at whatever cost, we needed to get her home. And I can agree on both sides in certain respects. Now, obviously, for her family and people close to her, if, yes, it was more than enough. It was it was more than fair. We We want our daughter, our you know, girlfriend, our cousin, who, whatever the relationship is to her, we want her home, like because we understand the dangers that is what's going on. We're in a war with this country right now, and you're a prisoner of this country. Yeah. Now, for the people on the other side who are saying they don't believe that it was a a, a fair trade that she would have stayed or she should have, you know, stayed or we shouldn't have agreed to that trade. I get that you're looking at. A, Okay, this guy was a really, you know, bad man dealing arms and potentially causing a lot more damage 
to the world, to our country potentially. So I guess they're looking at it as the sacrifice where we're giving up something. We're sacrificing one at the risk of the many. You get what I'm saying? So releasing, trading her, releasing him now puts us all back in danger. But then I disagree with them because I'm like, people, we're already in danger. So right. what if that was your brother, your your sister, or someone that you really cared about? Would you still have the same standpoint? Like, nah, leave leave my relative there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. So that's just my take on it. Brittany, what's your take? Um, my take is there is no such thing as a fair prisoner swap. Um, because in any calculation, you are trading someone's life for another life. And I don't think that's something that is fair inherently. There should never be a system in which someone's life has to be traded for their freedom. I, I just don't believe inherently in that system. So I don't think there's a fair anyway. Is it equitable? No, of course it's not equitable, right? Um, an arms dealer is not equivalent to what Brittany Griner was charged with. And here's the issues that I have. On one hand, I don't even think that what she was charged with was fair, right? And the time that she served and was sentenced to because of that charge, I don't think that was fair either. I think that was very unjust. I think she was wrongfully targeted and profiled. On the other hand, she did break the law. And when you break the law in a country you have to play by their rules, however unjust or unfair they are. So there's that, but it's obviously not an equivalent. The arms dealer is not equivalent to uh, Brittany bringing, you know, cannabis-related items to the country. I, I don't think those are the same thing. They're not equitable. They're not in the same league as each other. However, what I do believe is fair is that instead of her sitting and rotting in a cell, for another year or another five, 10 years, whatever the sentence would have been, I think there is some fairness in bringing her home, or if it's not fair, at least somewhat just to make sure that she comes home and that this person, whoever, whatever and whoever he may be and whatever, whomever he, if he gets caught slipping again, I mean, that's going to be it for him. If he got caught slipping once, I'm sure he'll get caught slipping again, so. There's that on that, but I do think Brittany deserves to be home. So that's where I land on it. I agree with both of y'all. I agree with both of y'all perspectives. <laughs> the other side, sorry, is like you said, it, this is a very volatile time. Mm-hmm. Like we're at war. We're in a process with this. Yes, it's still a war. Yeah, and with that yep. going on, you don't know where things could turn at what point. Things can go from bad to worse like that. Correct. You know, who's to say that they just might decide, all right, well, we're going all in. Kill her. Mm -hmm. She'll be Mm -hmm. first. That's right. That's right. So I I, I feel like on the the U.S. side, it's like, all right, we we just need to get her home because this is going to turn. This this can only get worse. Mm -hmm. Right. Before it gets better. If it gets better. Yeah. There's yeah, no- this is this is probably going to get worse before it gets better, and we're dealing with a, a man who's very unstable in his in his actions. Yeah. yeah, unpredictable in how he may go about things. Correct. So, like you said, we've already caught him once. 
Mm-hmm. Right. All right. We're, we're trading y'all. And and people forget the sentence he was sentenced to was what it was like 20 years or something like that. So he still had 20 years. Yeah. 25 years, something. So his sentence is coming to if he was caught in 08. Mm-hmm. He's already it served. Yeah, it was yeah, coming to he end nearing the end of his sentence anyway. Yeah. But again, we can we can always catch him again. We you caught him once, you can do it twice. Yeah. So let's get her home. Mm-hmm. Though she broke the law. Again, I need yep. I need our people to stop doing foolish stuff when traveling to other countries. Like right. they're not planning. Especially done countries that, that are, country. we are not cool with. Especially countries we ain't cool with. Yeah, <laughs> Singapore, you you smuggle drugs into Singapore, the sentence is death. Correct. Right. So correct. It it could be a lot worse. <laughs> like correct. So we need to act appropriately when we're going to these places. I'm 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 tired of hearing these free such and suches in another country. Like, what do you yo? I travel other countries all the day one time. Stop yeah. it. You yeah. can't act play right your you role. at home. Yeah, play your role now. Play your role. Yeah. You gotta there act are, accordingly. There are some foreign countries that do target Americans because of their hostilities towards America. Like sometimes you, that can't make you a target. Target, but what did they target? They found the drug. So you were already yeah, in the Brittany, wrong. Just- yeah, for Brittany. Britney's case, that's settled. I'm talking about for other people who may get involved or held up in a foreign prison and they haven't done anything wrong, but they still wind up being targeted simply because they're American. And I think yes. like what Nate is saying is even if with knowing that, don't give them... Exactly. Don't give them a reason. Yeah, like, I agree with that. Yeah. I'm just saying that it is also possible that you could be minding your business and get caught up in some bullshit. You know, yeah. just because. Okay, well, switching topics. Earlier this week, it was reported that R. Kelly dropped an album called I Admit It. (laughs) That's the name of the album for real? Yeah, that's the name of the album for real. (laughs) It was an album where R. Kelly was admitting to his pedophilia crimes. However, today R. Kelly came out and he said that he never released any of that music, has no interest in putting out music at this time and wants to solely focus on his appeal my question to you guys is if he did put out an album would you listen to it not that wait, wait. yeah not that yeah, i not did not it that. album no <laughs> no <laughs> no see <laughs> <laughs> name me and you do agree <laughs> Nah, he would have he he dropped uh, drop another something else. Uh, uh, another uh, Chocolate Factory, factory. Part five, yeah. Part, part yeah, something like that. Maybe, maybe yeah. yeah. I might be like, well, wait a minute now. Let me hear some of the singles first. Yeah. You know, these are some hits yeah, me, like. Let me hear the intro. Let me hear the intro. Let me hear the intro. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, have y'all, like, recently or in the last year, have y'all... Do y'all still listen to R. Kelly's old music, old jams? Yeah. If something come on on the radio or in the club, yes. Uh, it was a hit. It's a hit. <laughs> oh yeah, my God. I, I have it on my title. I don't I don't care. Y'all can cancel me. I don't care. I, I do what? listen to some of those songs. Yes, I do. I, I do. I can honestly say I probably haven't listened to an R. Kelly album in two years. Any songs okay. in, in like two years. Okay. So can we can we go ahead and dive into that a little deeper? 
and what's your take? Would you actually listen to the um, I Admit It album? Yeah. Let's hear it. For research purposes. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> for messy purposes. Because you messy. Okay. For, for, for the sole purpose of no retraction. <laughs> just being messy. Yeah, just being it messy. Quote, okay. Yes. Okay. But would I just be driving down the street and be like, oh, track number three, <laughs> track number three is my jam? <laughs> no. I'm not. I'm okay. Not, That's I'm fair. Not. Okay. Now, let's hear your reasoning behind why you haven't been listening to R. Kelly's old music. Um... You know, it's it's the same reason why I can't I can't watch Cosby shows anymore. There's Ooh. that like Bill Cosby shows, like the Cosby shows. Like come on, he was railroaded. So for me, and I know I know this for a fact that a lot of people don't agree with me canceling them, but for my history and my trauma. Whenever I get a whiff of sexual trauma, molestation, pedophilia, I remove myself entirely. So that's my situation. I don't want to be adjacent to it, even if I here I do the same thing with like Weinstein. I don't want I don't want, know nothing about you anymore. It's it. I just have to block it out. So that's my that's my personal take. I don't want to be adjacent to any of that. Okay. Um, but what about y'all? I mean, well, Nate, you said a hit is a hit <laughs> and I respect it. So, cause people feel like that. I had to catch myself with Tory Lanez and the baby. I remember I was driving. Exactly. Down and the baby. I still listen to their music too. Yeah. I still listen to their music too. And a woman was yeah. like, he's abusive. And I was like, maybe. And I had to Google it and I'm like, dang. Yeah. Yeah, going going back to Cali was one of my <laughs> one of my gems, but baby, and it's like <sighs> I got it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I so, yeah. and that's me. That's my that's my thing. That doesn't have to be your thing, but when you're in, <laughs> I gotta remove it. But y'all, okay. I'll get y'all's take. If it's a hit, it's a hit, or y'all still banging it. I mean, yeah, what's, what's we're talking about songs. You? that I already have. Like these have already been downloaded. They're already like I'm not going out to purchase his next album. Like I'm not this is pre supporting this is pre charge me. Yeah, this is this is pre <laughs> you know, hey, it, it was a hit. Like I I not um, let's be clear, I in no way, shape or form support pedophilia at all. Okay. At all. Yeah. But the songs that I listened to were songs that I listened to since I was I, middle school, maybe. You know, even, maybe even before then. It's in your DNA. You're going to tap your foot. Like, I can't sit here and pretend like this song, I, I didn't use the bump to it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm lying to myself. Yeah. Now, like you said, if he came up with a new album that talking about some, I admit it. I have no interest in that album. Like, no, no thanks. <laughs> There's At nothing all. that album says that I want to hear. Correct. Right. Um, as far as the baby and uh, Tory Lanez, 
I mean, Tory Lanez lost a lot of respect for me from what he did. The baby situation, I mean, I'm not a huge baby fan. He's got a couple songs that, you know, I like, but he's not one of my my favorite artists. I don't I don't dislike him, but he's he's just not one of my favorite artists. So it, it's all relative. I mean, sometimes it's difficult because when you look at the elevator scene with Quavo, I believe, and a lot of people were like, yeah. we gotta cancel the Migos. And I was like, God, like, can we just do one out of the three? Like, no, no, nope, nope. it's offset. But these are the things and, where you're like, okay, like now you gotta. But Solange, but Solange didn't get canceled for taking shots at Jay Z. Right. I never really listened. <laughs> <laughs> I never, oh, okay. I never I'm, got into her. I'm just shit. saying, I I get it, but I'm just saying that you see how two different elevator scenes, right, involving two different celebrities, two That's different true. dynamics, and there were two different responses. Even though, if you want to be a strict fundamentalist, you could say, if Quavo is wrong for what he did to that girl in the elevator, and no one should be supporting him because of what he did, then the same should be said of Solange. That's true. Solange started hitting Jay-Z. And from what we saw in the video, he didn't strike her. He didn't attack her back. And I'm yeah. sure he didn't provoke the scene in the first place. I'm sure he didn't. But if this if if we were all being fair and fundamental, we could say if it's if it's bad for the gander, <laughs> if it's bad, bad for the goose. <laughs> right. If it's bad for one, it's bad for the other. And that should have been enough. We should have said, all right, Solange, we're not listening to you. We're not listening to you, Solange, because you're attacking people in elevators, and that's wrong. But that's not how people responded. People was like, yeah, be his ass. Be his ass. It was like, okay. All right. Exactly. So I think that Solange was just Beyonce's security for the night. And she was. She always will be, because that's her sister. But it was still wrong of her to do that, especially when Jay-Z, I'm sure, did not lay his hands on her so that shouldn't have been something she did in response to him like that was wrong if it was the other way around it would be wrong right if if jay-z and his brother were having or if, let's say beyonce was arguing with jay-z or whatever and his brother got in the middle and started pushing beyonce watch you your mouth <laughs> watch your mouth see, right, you see think you response? think Solange would be all right no it would be a why are you touching that's not that ain't got nothing to do with you. Their marital problems ain't got nothing to do with you. You shouldn't be doing that. That's you true. You should keep your hands to yourself. Not so yeah, there's different responses to different things. But let me say my piece on the R. Kelly thing. So mm -hmm. the reason I still listen to R. Kelly is because I do enjoy the music. However, when talking about the subjects of abuse and pedophilia and violation, there is nothing that we can do as a collective society that will be the equivalent of putting R. Kelly in jail, right? That was what our justice system failed to do. That was what our justice system repeatedly failed to do because of R. Kelly's status, because of the money, because of his enablers and the people around him who saw what he was doing didn't report it to the authorities, didn't do anything about it. No matter if we listen to R. Kelly's music or not, he has already been paid his royalties. He has already been paid from the shows that he's performed, from 
merchandising, from anything else related to these songs and productions that he's done, even songs that he didn't sing on but produced or co-written, mm-hmm. he's still getting paid from all of that. And none of that, if you take away all of his money, is not going to correct what was done to the women that he harmed. The only way that we can achieve true justice is what we all should have been doing sooner, which is believing the women who came forward and arresting him. That's what we should have did when the incident came up with that girl being urinated on. We should have had him arrested then. The Chicago police failed in their job because they should have had him arrested. They had the witness. They had the tape. And yet, because our justice system is so broken, because so many people who are victimized never get their day in court for one reason or another, this is where our justice system failed. So I don't feel that I should play this game of, well, I'm not going to listen to his music. That's how I get justice for the victims. No, you get justice for the victims by sending him to jail. Right. Your police department is a publicly funded operation. The people of Chicago, the people of whatever police station, whatever place that that was within their jurisdiction and power, they're the people who need to be held responsible. So right. me playing R. Kelly's catalog on title is not going to get him closer to being arrested. This is what real activism is. Real activism is putting pressure on the systems that bear the most responsibility, which is the justice system. Not yep. title, not Spotify, the justice system. Cook County Police Department, their DA, their lawyers, their judges. Those are the people who are servants of the public who should have been on this and they should have got his ass. So I'm not going to sit here and argue with people about what not to wear, what not to listen to, and don't support R. Kelly. It doesn't matter. R. Kelly could be a millionaire in jail if our justice system did what it was supposed to do, which was to arrest him. So that's what I say about that. The same about the baby, the same about everybody else. I listen to their music because I like their music. If they break the law, if they're abusive, if they do something to harm people, they should be arrested. And the proper authority should be involved in making that happen. I'm not going to be a playlist activist. I'm going to be the person that says, no, put them in jail. Lock, lock him up, put him in jail. That's that's how we best handle that situation. I appreciate both of y'all point of view. For any woman or person, period, that has ever been sexually abused or molested or just taken advantage of from childhood to this point, I think that um, there's an episode, and I know a lot of people don't agree, but I love a TV show called Greenleaf. But Grace Greenleaf said something and she said, there's nothing I or anyone else can say that can explain it adequately, honor it adequately, or grieve it adequately. When these things happen, truthfully, knowing they're put away, it does bring you some comfort, but you have to live with that day by day. So for those that have gone through that, I'm constantly praying for you. There's a lot of numbers that you can call 
or even if y'all write into the show, I can direct y'all, but that does need to come to an end. Moving on, Derek Jackson is divorced. Um, hold, on, Derek, hold on, is it is the divorce finalized or did he just file for the divorce? No, the divorce is finalized. They are oh, divorced. okay. They are officially divorced. Mark today. All right. So um, for those that don't know, Derek Jackson is a successful author, relationship expert, <laughs> social media oh, quotes. <laughs> social media personality. Thank you, Nate. Thank you, Nate, for saying that. <laughs> Air quote. He is also the ex-husband, now ex-husband, to Denia Jackson. And they did have two children together. So all I'm going to say is, it's about damn time. I think that, oddly enough, I, he had like a Kevin Samuels type thing. You had people that supported him and the things that he was saying. Oh, yeah. Then you had an equal mm -hmm. amount of people that was like, he don't know. And I think those people that were saying he don't really know were delighted <laughs> in the fact mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. That he's divorced. Like, yeah. Uh, so, um, so much for your relationship advice. <laughs> yeah, it was like reported earlier this year, I believe, maybe it was in the last year, that um he cheated on his wife. He publicly Girl, multiple times of every yeah, multiple times. They publicly addressed it where she was very quiet in the interview. And a lot of people feel like that interview was to save his image. I don't want to direct this show to Derek Jackson. I really want to talk about his wife in this moment. So I don't want to talk about her. <laughs> and, and it's fine but I still feel like throughout this whole process she was quiet I respect that I really feel like it's something to be said about black women that move in silence I feel like that allowed her to grieve this properly it allowed her mm -hmm. to sort out her own thoughts it allowed her to um silence like all the background all social media and she was able to mm -hmm. go through this because mm -hmm. I do feel like when you're a public figure you're a celebrity everything is under a microscope and yeah. she did a great job of going behind the scenes and dealing with this and then when it came out still nothing as of now um earlier today I talked to Nate so I mentioned an example of like Nia Long I feel like that's something she would have liked to have but mm -hmm. just that privacy. So I'm going to shoot to Brittany first. How do you feel about this situation? Well, first, I, I do want to say this to be, I guess, on a more somber, so yeah, somber note. I, I don't celebrate divorce because typically divorce means there was a big breakdown somewhere. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, maybe I'm a little sentimental about this, but I definitely don't celebrate black divorce mm -hmm. because, like mm -hmm. I said, that that means a breakdown has occurred. That means a family has now split. I think of the two; they were both daughters, right? He had two daughters. Yeah. So I think about the daughters. I think about what that means because a lot of people say divorce kind of casually, but if if anyone has been married or if anyone knows someone who's been through a divorce. Most people can tell you that divorce and separations are very painful processes, or they can be very painful processes. They can be painful for you. They can be painful for your partner. They can be painful for the children. 
because whatever life you've built together is being ended and that isn't an easy thing to do so yeah I'm not celebrating that I don't think there's anything good in that on one hand I do think it is good that Derek has decided to stop the facade that he was putting on it was apparent because of his multiple cheatings that he was not a man who was ready to commit to this relationship and he wasn't able to do that so I'm glad that he did file for divorce so that legally he is not under the obligation to pretend that he's being faithful when he's not I I do want to say there's something good in that at least being honest enough to say you can't fulfill your part of this commitment right what I don't like is that like you said his wife is a quiet person she seems to be very quiet and because of his indiscrepancies she had to be pushed into this position of being out in front of the public when I'm sure that wasn't something she wanted to do Mm -hmm. and because he was public with his cheating that also could be something very embarrassing to go through as you know it's already bad enough that you're out here cheating now I have to stand out here with you and pretend we're still good and we're a unit and right I have to deal with all of this at the same time like I think that was kind of unfair of him to do because he was doing that for his image you know and I wonder how much consideration did he give to his wife and to his children who will have to deal with all of the fallout that comes because of his failure to uphold his part of the marriage agreement as a faithful devoted husband so that part I do worry about and yes it is cool to see women move in grace but I often know that most of the time when black women have to be quiet there's a lot they want to say and can't. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of pain that cannot be expressed because of the position they are in. And she was put in this position. It wasn't as if she asked for it. She was put in this position. So, right. I feel feel some way about that. I don't like that. However, I will be critical of Miss, uh, excuse me, ex Miss Jackson because she came out oh. when she did speak she came out saying some words that I did not agree with. She was on the Holy Roller pick me team. And I didn't care for some of those comments that she was making and how she was cursing people and saying that y'all don't know anything about marriage and y'all don't know anything about it. It got a little nasty. <laughs> she got a little, got a little um, out of control for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, so you did all of that only for your husband to essentially embarrass you like this. So, so much for being a devout wife, mother, and following God's orders and all of that. Look where it got you with a man who embarrassed you. So, how about that? So, there's a couple things about Miss Mamas I did not like. But, however, I still understand the pain that she might be feeling, the embarrassment that she might be feeling. Um, And even though she has been cool and reserved about it, on the surface at least, I'm sure that behind closed doors, her family, her friends, the people who are closest to her 
probably understand the real pain that she's going through right now. And their daughters probably understand the pain she's going through right now. So there's that. But Derek, I just shook my head. That's all I can say. Just, I'm going to shake my head about that. Okay. Well, Nate, how do you feel? Do you agree with Brittany? Oh, I agree with a lot of what she said. I mean, just about everything. Um, we get along more and more, Nate. <laughs> I feel like, like, no, I, I wasn't one of the people celebrating, you know, their divorce. As you said, I, I do not take joy in, in, in one of the biggest, um, I guess, contracts you come to before God in your life, you know, marriage and your vows to another person, especially in our community, seeing, you know, another relationship fail. Mm -hmm. So I, I was not a, you know, yeah, look at, no. For me, it was more like, hey, people, stop taking everything that you see on the internet as gold. Oh, this mm -hmm. person said it. This is the gospel. Not everything, you know, that glitters in front of you is gold. You, you know, where you take your advice and where you, you, we live this Instagram, internet, oh, this person's living this type of life. So I want to follow that and not knowing what's going on in the background. Right. Um, I, I wish it would stop, but of course it's not going to. People are, are going to continue to, there are going to be people who put, continue to put out an image of, you know, their life is so grand and there are going to be people who continue to buy into that. Oh, this person lives, you know, this way. They, their, their relationship is so, oh, I want to be like, you don't know the whole story. Um, yeah. I didn't like how, like you said, bringing her on camera and having her by his side while he put on his charade of, you know, it was almost like a well, bottom out to save his image. That's what it boiled down to. To save his image, save his brand. I do believe that her silence, there is a strength in silence. Um, as I told Kay earlier, I don't believe that everything that goes on in your life should be public knowledge. As as my grandmother once told me long ago that not everything in your life everybody needs to know some things should only be known between you and god right mm -hmm. and that was something as, as a child I, I didn't really fully grasp the, the 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 meaning behind that but we live in a time now where everybody has a public platform and they have to tell everything their whole mm -hmm. life has to be it's got to be known oh. something's happening i gotta vent to to the world right and wonder why things in your life go the way well because people know everything about you they know what pushes your buttons they know what's going on at what time and then you're upset at times when people are in your business it's like well you put it out for everybody to know <laughs> <laughs> and such thing as privacy i believe that household and family issues should be handled within the household or with a professional not the public court of opinions mm. we we as our people already are portrayed in some of the worst lights ever. So right. we do ourselves no justice by by further 
giving them examples of what they try to make us out to be. Exactly. They're, they're like, see, see, look, see what we see, see, y'all call it. No, look, look, y'all are doing it. You, we're just saying that we're. You can't say we're racist or we look. You're doing it. Mm-hmm. You're we we feed into our own downfall. Um. So yeah, I I I didn't agree. Oh, I I I like her silence in in that regard. But then, like you said, when she came back out and was you know felt the 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 need to rebuttal other people's opinions and and you know give the the back banter with people, that was unnecessary. Like I said, there's there is a certain strength in silence. You don't owe people an explanation. You don't owe them. The people who are on on the internet typing, it's a computer screen. Mm-hmm. Turn it off. You don't have to read their comments. This is this is this, you're subjecting yourself to other people's scrutiny because, well, not by your own fault. Your husband's actions put this in the public light, but you don't have to entertain that. Mm-hmm. You can turn it on and refuse and just say, "I'm not. I'm not entertaining this. Like this is my my family, my life." Not the lives of 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 the mass of the masses. I don't right. owe them anything. Mm-hmm. So um, that 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 was some of my discrepancies with it. Um, you know, getting I mean on a, on a tangent, I I really don't like platforms that promote so many blanket statements about a particular group groups of whether it's a, a particular gender whether it's a particular like when when you start saying things like when a man is this when a woman is like well you're blanket stating statementing all women or all men mm-hmm. there's right. nothing that's a blanket statement for everybody other than we're all going to die at some point if you mm-hmm. were born you're going to die that's a blanket statement we can definitively say that every person who was ever born on this planet has has died or will die. Mm-hmm. Other than that, everybody's different. You can say general things like you know, you know, a lot of men, or there are some men who, you know, feel this way or would act this way in this situation. But you, you, you should not come and make a blanket statement on oh, if a man doesn't do this for you, then he doesn't, or if a woman is you know like this, then she. Yeah, that's that's blanketing everyone, and that's not right because there's 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 background information mm-hmm. to every circumstance. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. so it kind of takes away accountability, in 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 some regards, and I just I don't support those types of comments. Like I've had to correct myself over the last couple of years when I make certain statements, and when I I I verbally blanket statement some or something not intentionally doing it but by the words that i use i'm blanket statementing everybody if i say well women well nate you just blanket statement all women so i have to clarify and go there are there are some women or there are some men and i think once we get more accustomed to that then we we alleviate a lot of other you know generalizations about people, but nonetheless, uh, his 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 divorce is not something that I celebrated. I I, I feel for his wife. Um, you know, who who filed for the divorce? I, I I mean, I don't follow 
you know, nobody's personal business, honestly. He filed. It's, yeah, giving, it's giving narcissism. It's giving narcissism. It's giving gaslighting. It's giving all the things that he said good men don't do. Well, that's just it. What would he know? <laughs> and it makes yeah. you wonder, is now, is he going to put out books about dating? Yeah, he is. That's his brand. Do you go reverse it? Like, what? No, I'm saying... I'm saying that funny, but it's actually the truth. He probably will. He's probably going to release a book talking about why he got the divorce. He's probably going to talk about how he failed. Because, you know, there, there's, there are types of men who will do this two, two-pronged thing. Well, on one hand, they will say, yes, I was wrong. I shouldn't have cheated on my wife. However, these were the ways in which I wasn't fulfilled. These are the ways in which I wasn't loved. These are the things I wasn't cared for. So women, if you're reading this, you just need to know that sometimes a man cheats because he's bored, but sometimes a man cheats because he's not loved. And as a woman, you There's definitely uh, in what you say, truth and how he can spend this in a, in a, in yeah. a multitude of ways. I, yeah. I, right I mean, off of what I you just will. said, I can already see it going that way. Now, granted, yes, I do believe there's always two sides to every story. Yeah, that's you know, true. three sides, your side, their side, and the truth. And not to say that there may have been some things that he wasn't happy with in his relationship, but that doesn't give you justification to then cheat. Now, if he said he wasn't happy in his relationship and he went and filed for divorce because he wasn't happy and then went on about his life, that's a, that's a, com- that's a completely different scenario. But to stand there and commit adultery break the 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 bond that you stood before an ordained minister and god and and said hey i vow to you this Mm -hmm. i don't agree with but he can definitely flip that and and go with the you know play the sentiment of oh you know almost like he was the victim here like yeah i was wrong but why why is accountability not an option (laughs) Right. He could even do that. He could even right. go with accountability. Like, look, I was just dead wrong, you know. And people are going to read it. He could even go, and then That's after right. that, follow up with with a with a book about his journey on how to correct his actions. You know, the journey mm-hmm. he's on now to mm-hmm. to have you know become a better person. You know, yep. the things that he's learned. Like, oh God, it's 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 gross. <laughs> it's disgusting. Like, I'm I'm. In other words. We're not done with Derek Jackson. Just know that. We're not done. And nope. if he gets married again, he's going to write a book saying, well, my second wife, the second time around, how to be a better husband and a better man. And he's going to have this woman trot out and say, you know, I met Derek when he was coming off of his divorce and things were bad. But as a woman, I knew my place was to help him, heal him, love him, and bring him into what a, a divine woman of God can really be. And it's going to be some, it's going to be some shit. Either way, it's going to be some shit. Look how we just spun that twist. And we're not even PR representatives. And we were able, in, in, in two we, minutes, we've to come seen up it with. so many times. Nate, we've seen this so many times. It's the same playbook over and over again. We know the playbook. We know the script. We know the script. And people are still Every buying time into it. a man or a woman is caught doing something wrong in their relationship, 
there's always the typical spin move of either they take accountability but blame the other partner or they get with somebody else and then it's a whole redo and they try to rebrand themselves as something else. Just wait, Kanye West going to come out with the book talking about his relationship with Kim. How she led to my downfall. If she don't and do it first. Gonna eat it up. If she Correct. don't do it first. She's going to come out with the real, no, she's going to come out with another, a reality show. She's going to come out with another real, life after Kanye. Me, a single mother, living my life, trying to move on with my life. Like, I just feel it, like every time, every time they lose ratings, they ruin some. <laughs> like <laughs> every time they lose ratings, it's just like what? Like you lose ratings, right. you pregnant. Time, about to, time to get back in the tabloid. Time to get back to the tabloid. Why you are ratings not number one anymore? Right. You lose ratings. Tristan just happens to cheat. Now you can't stand his ass. You lose ratings. I'm still having another baby <laughs> with him. What? Like, you can't help but to like. But the she- ratings go back up. But the ratings <laughs> go back up. You know why they go up? Because some girl is at home like, damn, I did do that shit. Like, all right, if they millionaires, they still doing dumb shit. No, they can afford. Girl, this is, this is <laughs> how we get something in trap. This is exactly how we get stuck in a trap because we need to feel good about ourselves when we go through crazy stuff. So when we look at celebrities and people who are really pretty with a lot of money and they go through the same messy drama that we do, we just can't help but sit there and be like, "Mm -mm -mm." all that money and she's still being played like a dummy. All that money and she's still messing around with that trash guy or all that money that Kanye had, he could have had any woman, any woman, any woman in the world. He went with Kim. Now look at them. Like we do this all the time. As as a society, we love when people get into mess. We love when people are not happy. We love it, especially when it's the rich and famous because they love to purport as if they got it all together and they show us exactly how trashy they are. And we're like, oh, Kanye thought that Kim was the perfect woman. Now look, um, mm-hmm. Kim thought Kanye was the perfect cash cow. Now look, like we love it. We indulge in it. We hype it up. We do this all the time. And what would Kim Kardashian be without drama, without reality show, without tabloids? What would she be? Not a damn. And nobody, like (laughs) nobody. Her whole rise to frame was because she used to be um, what was that girl? Hilton, Paris Hilton. She used to be Paris Hilton's home girl. And she got a sex tape, and then that somehow made her talented and, and a billionaire. So, what is she without scandal? If I she somebody doesn't have any other discernible talent besides scandal, please understand that this woman is a billionaire because Kanye gave her that percentage of his company because he said, "If I'm this, you're mm-hmm. this." Mm-hmm. Then everything else skyrocketed. Like let's let's pay a little <laughs> a little homage to. No, her. we gotta tell the truth. We gotta like, tell the truth. They, him and Kanye were kind of in a transactional relationship because he added some notoriety to her, and he added a little bit of a little bit of connections to him because Kanye wasn't necessarily breaking into these doors 
until he got aligned with Kim Kardashian. And since Kim Kardashian is such a quote unquote brand, he was able to get in some rooms that he otherwise wouldn't have been able to get in without some string pulling from Kim. So I think in some ways they both elevated each other's status. That's true. I can see that. I definitely think. And and I think that it's not necessarily wrong because I feel like when you get with someone, you kind of want somebody to elevate you, at least motivate you. Like I want to be with somebody and take later. And I don't think anything was wrong with it. I think that's why it worked as long as it did, because I think they genuinely did care for each other and they genuinely were elevating each other. Yeah. I think both of those things until things ran amok. And of course things run amok because any relationship with a high profile celebrity has the opportunity to run them up it just so happens that Kanye West also deals with mental health issues so I think obviously that was a factor I think the stress and the the things that come with being a part of the Kardashian family I think that takes a toll on people and I think them having children and everything else flurried together. And I think a perfect storm was created where their relationship just couldn't seem to get past all of these different things that were happening. I think both Kim and Kanye are turning into two different people. Right. And I don't think their relationship was going to sustain that as they were both moving in different directions. Um, like I said, if I'm being honest, I'm not happy about, about that either. I'm not happy to see Kanye and Kim break up because that was, that was Kim Kardashian's longest marriage. And I think they built a life together. I think the children they had together and everything that they created together, I think they genuinely wanted that. And I think there was a, a part of their relationship that was genuinely, authentically, like, real and loving. And to see that all fall away and turn into something bitter and nasty and tabloid riddled, is it doesn't bring me any joy to see that. But I do hope that Kanye learns from this and understands that, you know, relationships end sometimes. Sometimes they have to end. But I I worry about Kanye, though, because I do think that he's taking the divorce a lot harder than Kim is. So, I don't know. Y'all worry about Kanye? Y'all worried about what album he going to come out with next? What's up? Oh, God. I love his albums when he goes through things. I love <laughs> Dirty. You love eight oh eights and break. You so you love eight oh eights and heartbreak. That was you. you was, uh, I mean, it's, it's just one of those I'll things. Drop out with his best album. I'm sorry. <laughs> you just gonna stick with Crush Gravel? Really? You not even gonna college get out with his best album. I'm I'm sorry. I think College Dropout was his universal album. Because his best for, album. Yeah. Best. But that's best. Best. I mean, come best on. and oh, universal. Man. That's like. That was his crossover. Everybody was listening to College Dropout. Every race. It was a great album. Great. Um, It was a universal album. But how can you say it was his greatest? Uh, You didn't think think graduation was better? You didn't didn't see the improvement in his style? I didn't say say graduation wasn't a good album. I just said college dropout was his best. <laughs> this, this seems, I don't like that. I didn't say college dropout was his only good album. That's see, let, 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 hear I don't me. Like that. I just don't like that you. No, I heard you. I just don't see why you said it's his best when each of his albums we heard and saw 
some I feel like I feel like no matter what album is played, College Dropout is one that I know almost every song too. I can yeah. exactly say that. Yeah, I, I agree. Can't say that about any other album. I feel like that is the album where I would I would box yeah, it. Everybody every was I would know every song. I would know the lyrics. So yeah, that, I agree. Me because it's it's rare now. Like if you get somebody's album and they got like bangers, you don't really care for their fillers. That's like, but all of Kanye's song on that album was yeah, relatable, well yeah, written. But I think I it's because he's hungry. <laughs> like in the beginning, that's true. Hungry them album. True, he was. Yo, top, top tier, top tier. Yeah. So, but I they, just can't believe you're saying that. That that hurts me, Nate. I'm that standing hurts. by what I said, God dang it. I'm ten, I'm ten toes down to that I'm not, gonna, I'm not going. Yeah, I get you. I'm not going. I know I can't move you. It's just, it's shocking to me. Shocking. Tell them to put me in the comments on it. There it is. There. Yeah, well, don't worry. You know the Twitter fingers is out right now. Don't check your mentions. Don't check Come. nothing. They coming. How you gonna say that? You know damn well. That wasn't it. Nah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for them. They coming. They coming. I'm, I'm they keeping, coming. I'm keeping my, my, my facts. You know, holding yeah, on. I mean, till, yeah. Till, till, till I hear yeah. It. I, 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 I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm holding the ammo. When you think about it, I had to do this research. Listen, listen. From the graduate, we don't care. Graduation day, alls fall down. We all know that. I'll fly away and spaceship was my shit. Yeah. Everybody loves that. Jesus walks. Jesus oh, walks. Revolutionary. Okay. Revolutionary. Never let me down. Revolutionary. Get him high. Revolutionary. The workout plan. That Come one. Workout, workout was yeah, a, was was a, was a was a um it was a fun it was a fun track. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it, was, it was for the clubs. Yeah, came out with clubs. the new workout plan: slow jams, breathe in, breathe out. We loved I, it. It was ludicrous on that. Loved it. Full spirit. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And then they were like, yeah, "We loved that." Another four skits, and then two words through the wire. Everybody loves it. Yep. And family loves it. last week. Yeah, now, I'm beyond. Yeah, it's, it's, you go to the to the graduate, and it's like. <laughs> I'm gonna name these songs. Wait, 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 wait! You said which song? Are you naming now? The one she it's graduation. The one you listed was college dropout. The track yeah, yeah. for college dropout. Forgive me. This album. Now, this is the graduation. This has fifteen, not twelve. For so forgive me. Okay. Um. Good morning. Yes. Champion. I don't know those. I do know stronger. I do. Yeah. I know. That was a bop. I wonder. Yep. I do remember Good Life. Absolutely. Can't tell me nothing. That was a good one. Uh, definitely, definitely. Barry Bonds, Drunk and Hot Girls, Flashing. Mm-hmm. Loved it. Loved it. Flashing. Everything I, I Am, The Glory. Yes. Homecoming, Big Brother, yeah. Good Night, and Bittersweet Poetry. I don't yeah. know all those. Okay, well, I gave me- I gave them five on that album, and the other album uh, we just ran through. There was uh, I, I lost track after six. <laughs> <laughs> so still, so still, so as I said, that, 
so many good things up there, man. Like I said, it was just so many good things up there. Just so no, many. No, on college dropout. That's what I'm saying. On college dropout, I lost track after six. Yeah, I get that. Because it was 20 tracks. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. So, that's what I'm saying when I say it was his best album ever. It was. Oh. He had more. It was more tracks. And not just more tracks. More hits. Oh. All right, all right. Hey, Kay, do me a favor, okay? Mm -hmm. If you can, can you look this up? How many record or how many Album albums were sales. sold? How many copies were sold between graduation and the college dropout? I'm gonna guess college dropout sold more. I'm 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 I'm, I'm would, ten toes down on agree. this. I would agree with you, Nate, but I don't think that graduation was too far behind. I just want to see and know for sure, cause I I think graduation. I'm 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 I'm, I'm, I'm fingers crossed on this that I'm right. <laughs> on the, board. I'm... the graduation, the album, the graduation sold five million copies. Okay. The college dropout to this day has sold four million copies. Oh four no! Million. no. Oh, I got it. <laughs> How about it? How about it? How about oh, it? No, How you like that, Nate? How you like that? The, the U.S. How don't know like music anymore. That's the... Uh, <laughs> y'all here. This is, have you seen that episode of Black as Fuck where he asks his daughter to give him <laughs> the stars off Rotten Tomatoes for certain movies? <laughs> He's like, what did your grandfather get? She was like... <laughs> she's like five five out of five and he's like okay what about top gun she's like 3.8 he's like ah <laughs> nah but nah but seriously though it, they're great albums man that's only a mil that's only a million copies different that's not bad that's uh, great. Mm -hmm. so I think the actual numbers so you're upset five. about that Nate you're upset about that why I'm, are you I'm upset just, about that man don't be I just I just know that the, the state of music, people just are trashed. We, we, we all, yeah. It like yeah, goes from Kanye like, being great to people being trashed. That's right. That's right. Because they get America's horrible. They didn't give him his flowers. They they should have gave him his flowers on his first I knew album. They were close in number. I knew they were close in number. I knew they were close. Y'all can see. But yeah, graduation turned out to be more. But to be fair. We do need to be fair about this because just because an album sold more records, that doesn't mean it's a better album. Because what creating a better album is multiple factors included. The production, how many uh, tracks were radio friendly, cultural impact. There are lots of other things. I mean, niggas discuss this shit to the day. Like, niggas argue about Kanye's influence and what he did with the college dropout because nobody else could do what he did at the time in terms of production and the things that he talked about I mean like like you said just listening to that entire album you could listen to that entire album today and still love it so it's definitely timeless I don't know if graduation has the same timeless appeal but I do think that the tracks on graduation were good for sure yeah, I, again, like I'm not saying the graduation wasn't a a a good album. It just wasn't his best, huh? I, I just feel like it wasn't his best. Was his was his best? I feel That's like fair. this is definitely a situation where he came out with a really hot album, and then the world couldn't wait for the next one, and it just increased. Correct. 
and it I blew really up. Yeah. It I mean, but that's what that's typically how it goes with Kanye's albums. Like a lot of people will receive his albums, even if they talk shit about it later, they're still gonna buy it or download it first. Right. Just because it's Kanye, you know. Like a lot of people didn't like the Donda album really, but everybody went out and got it and played it because right. it was Kanye, you know. Him. But so if he comes out with another album, you guys listen to it because so far he hasn't been doing a lot. But I'm expecting that if he were to come out with another album, people would be re- would be receptive. What do y'all think? I would. I'm not saying I would buy it, but I would listen to it. Obviously, you know, mm-hmm. just to see where the state of his music has 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 gone. Yeah, you know, it very well might be a good album. I, exactly. I don't know. That's why I would be listening to find out. Like, yo, well, exactly. how does this album read? Yeah. How do you feel about his his changing over time? Do you think he's lost what makes him Kanye? Or what do you think? Because everybody has pretty much had mixed reviews about his albums ever since 808s and Heartbreak. Not because he's dealing with this. It takes, a, it like, people wonder if it takes away from his artistic side. And I feel like his music is what's holding him together. His music, yeah. like that outlet is what's keeping him going. So it's always going to be great. His music is always going to elevate. And he does studies and research about certain musical instruments. Like a lot of people don't agree with me, but his mind as far as creating music is literally on the same level as Michael Jackson. Absolutely. You can't like... When if you look at those old VHSs like Moonwalker and you see behind the scenes and you see he wanted a certain type of instrument because he did research in this country and saw that this is what that beat means mm-hmm. or this is what that instrument does. Kanye does the same thing. When he started his church, he did research. He didn't want any instrument in his organization or whatever that had a devil's chord. He would he didn't like it. Like it like drew in this bad energy and he figured out a way don't get me lying but it was like to reverse it it was on some on some interview yeah and yeah all right i I gotta stop you there i'm not gonna say on the same level as mike like i i I can't i'm not not talking i'm not not talking about performing i'm talking about composing they I'm, I'm still not going with that. Like I, <laughs> you know, Nate ain't now, having it. You know, I, now, now I will say he is in the mentions of of top producers in our time. He 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 does get mentioned in that, but to go in with how Mike put together. Things like through through thriller and 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 what? Hold no, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Not what I'm we talking have about. To understand, we have to understand that Michael Jackson is the product of a lot of things at the same time. Correct. So first, he was trained as a performer and a vocalist from a very young age, so he had that. Then he had obviously his musical training and the things that people taught him, the people around him who taught him things, but he also had a machine. Like he had a lot of people working with him to create the songs and the 
true. The things that he came up with, you know, so it wasn't like Michael Jackson was just a man who did all this by himself. He was he was powered and influenced by a lot of great people whom he met, worked with and gained knowledge from because yeah. his family was a talent. Leader. Yes, exactly. But as an entertainer, of course, we all know Michael Jackson would practice, 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 practice until he had every 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 kick every dance every move every flip yeah perfected you know he you cannot mess with michael jackson on stage when he's performing and these music videos that run for 15 hours straight because michael jackson does not do a short video nothing so you have to have the stamina and the endurance to do a whole choreography scene for 15 hours <laughs> you know what I mean? No breaks. I mean, this man was touring every day, barely missed a show, you know, just yep. he was really a performer. And he had been performing since he was nine years old or younger. So Kanye West was kind of a self-made thing because he taught himself how to make beats. He taught himself how to <laughs> rap. He was influenced and worked with a lot of people who mentored him, true. But a lot of his stuff came from him just working and going at it. So that perfectionist instinct that I'm going to be good at it no matter what I do, that is very comparable to MJ. Because whether MJ was singing or whether he was dancing, he was perfect. And the same with Kanye. If he's going to produce a beat, he's going to produce it to the best of his ability. When he raps, he's going to lay a verse that most people are going to be like, yeah, that's a dope verse. You know, so... He, I definitely believe that they were very similar in that regard. Um, so yeah, but I would say Michael Jackson had a machine. Kanye West, not so much. I think Kanye West is much more like self-taught, self, self-groomed type. Like I like so. I know this is bad. I don't know if y'all agree. Well, you know, Nate don't. He already about to. <laughs> you know, I work in the cardiology department, <laughs> and. <laughs> So us, like, we work in, like, AFib and, like, we do pacemakers and stuff. So, like, people that go in and do, like, ablations and stuff, basically they say, like, they're the plumbers versus the electrician. And I Mm -hmm. feel like Michael Jackson was an electrician. It was, like, shock value performances all these great things but Kanye's like a plumber like he wants to dig and like get a feeling out and put you in that feeling like in that moment That's like right. you're interested, and it's like feel this for the moment That's how I yeah. Feel. yeah I would agree with that like Kanye gives you a great experience versus Michael Jackson was giving you a whole performance and a whole moment However, I just feel like both men are so well-crafted at delivering what specifically they want you to feel. I will definitely say that I agree that they're both very, very talented in what they do, but I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say that (laughs) I feel like Kanye West, you know, his creativity in producing is the same level as what Michael was producing at the time. Like you, you have to understand. First of all, we're 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 forgetting that Kanye West's claim to fame a lot of was sampling stuff, sampling things that someone else already did. 
a lot of beats were were sampled. Like matter of fact, his his art style was part of how legislation was passed on what is allowed for you to sample of someone else's music before it's considered plagiarism, before you're just flat out mm-hmm. stealing something. So I can't mm-hmm. take someone who, yeah, they put a, a artistic twist on someone else's stuff, but it was still originally someone else's idea versus someone who's coming out with original ideas. But Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson sampled Beethoven in almost every album. So what's the difference? Wait, 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 wait. Well, then we can even go. Uh, well, how far, how far down this rabbit hole are we going? <laughs> like I'm just saying. If you're talking about Beethoven. If you, you, be, you know, Beethoven plagiarized somebody else. I, I'm like, wait. So that's what you're talking about. Sampling. Want to go with this? Because I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Well, how far <laughs> talking about sampling. So I, I just, I just my my personal opinion, my my own humbled opinion. I just don't put them in the same category in that regard. Not to say that Kanye isn't isn't phenomenal in what he does. I'm just, I'm just not putting him there. Mm-hmm. That's fair, Nate. That's all right. <laughs> That's all right. We all won't right. force. We won't force you too, Nate. We won't force. That's well, that's my don't, thing. Don't, don't make him hot now. He, you know he already I'm, upset look, because I'm a, of the I'm a, I'm a die for this. <laughs> 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 so I die for this. I'm a close know, out. You, I'm a close out with some good news for Nate. You ready? A good news for me? Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm always ready for some good news. I hope it's good news. Yeah. Um, I know you would like this. So I I went on two dates with somebody that's not an inmate. I was about to say, this much a dating life. I already knew that. This was about to go. That's the only good news. All right, you, all right. That, 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 that K okay, isn't okay, involved okay. with a criminal. That's the only good news. A smooth, smooth criminal. Yeah, um, it was nice, you know, like he's not locked up, but it was, you know, like he's free and we could meet places and see each other face to face. So that was nice. (laughs) But also like, it was my first time I blushed in a while. So it was, it was good. Like most- a bit light, so you probably could blush. (laughs) (laughs) For any reason at all. It ain't even got to be special. No, oh, breeze blew too strong. Bless. I heard about the guys that like recently I've talked to. So like it was nice not to be like, like for the first half of the day I was like, yeah, let's see where this shit going. By the end of the night I'm like, <laughs> crack my egg, boasting. So we've been on two dates, but we haven't slept together yet. So I'm proud of progress. Oh, can, we, can slowly, we do some? I'm slowly working my way to that point because I haven't shaved my legs in a month. So <laughs> that should be tempting. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, sex. I mean, look, if he don't, if he don't love your hairy legs, baby, then you know. No, 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 It's not about him loving it. It's about I won't let nobody pull my pants out if I haven't shaved. Why before. not? My issue is why not. If a real nigga can't love a woman with real Stop legs. This. Blanket statement. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> I don't Stop care, it. Nate. I don't I'm, care. I'm, I don't care, Nate. 
I'm not a real I'm not a real that's all right. You ain't got to be a real nigga. Be a fake nigga. I had a nigga. <laughs> period. How about that? I ain't doing it. I'm. I'm calling it. I'm like, uh, because if no, you want, this okay. I'm. I'm being. I'm being a little extra. Truthfully, I'm being a little extra. But, um, yeah. I mean, do whatever works for you, baby. It's really about your comfort level. And if you're not comfortable with that yet, then you don't have to be. I mean, that's okay. That's, that's all right. Well, I'm gonna keep doing it. <laughs> And I just met another guy today. So that was nice as well. So I'm going to try the whole dating thing. I'm going to try my hardest not to like get one and do it like of mice of men Crazy. and like squeeze the rabbit. pops <laughs> <laughs> up. Just, I'm just going to let it play out and just date. Okay. Cause I don't want to be. We do a, can we do a quick question real quick? Yeah, go ahead. You said that you you haven't had sex with him yet, so I guess I would love to know from Nate if you are dating a woman, how soon is too soon, or is there a too late or too long before? There can you be definitely too late or too long. Okay. Too soon. That's I. I personally don't feel like there's necessarily a too soon because we're both two consenting adults. So for that action to happen means I was also a willing participant. So I then can't go, well, oh, that was too quick. Cause she so I mean, well, Negro, you were there. Like exactly. you participated. Okay. I like that. Do you so have that, any misgivings about that though? Like, are you the type of man that makes a determination that says, Well, if you're too if you're too fast with this, should I make you my girlfriend? Should I take you seriously? Are you one of those men? No. Okay. All right. What's the longest you've waited? What's too long in your opinion? That, that's that's really relative because I mean at different points of my life that answer would have changed. <laughs> so well, you say a day. look, a day is too long. A day is yeah, too like, long. Like shorty. younger a me day. would would be like, yo, all right, the, you, you you capping now? Like I'm I'm this it's been a month. I ain't all right. Well, we moving on. <laughs> what? Like, I ain't got. I ain't got time. Clearly, to you're not interested. Yeah, like, clearly, you're not interested. In a month. Yeah. Now, now, <laughs> it's really more like how I feel the connection is going. Like, you know, are we enjoying ourselves while we're out? Does you know? Does does everything seem in line? Are there? Are do you have personal reasons why not? You know, I'm. I'm more willing to hear you know what's going on it, it may be you know something that you're 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 still working through as, as opposed to when i was younger i don't give a damn about that like they ain't got nothing to do with me like no <laughs> look i'm my name is buck and i'm here to <laughs> mm-hmm. oh my god my name is nate and i can't wait god <laughs> <laughs> I guess as time has gone, I, I have a little more patience. Um, but at the same time, like I said, it 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 needs to feel right. Um, if things don't feel how I feel like they should feel, or if I have a, you know, something and something that I feel like, okay, this seems more like this person is just, you know, out to get 
go out on dates because they know I can afford to take them to this place and do that. Now it's like I'm almost like I'm being used. Like I will be keen to pick up on that early on more so than someone's just, you know, really taking time to to make sure that, you know, we actually fit one another. Like there's a there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. so yeah. I I don't think that what Kay is doing is necessarily wrong unless she's just intentionally just saying, no, I'm just not going to sleep with him just because I'm not going to do it. Whether I like him or not, I feel like you're then being a little closed off. Like if you're just, if you're just blanket statement and saying like, no matter what, I'm just not sleeping just because like without Mm -hmm. a solid reason behind it, like let's just say for you, for example, if you say, well, Generally, when I tend to sleep with the man, I'm no longer interested in who they are. Well, then in that case, I would say, well, yeah, maybe you should hold off because maybe you might be canceling someone who's a very good fit for you or something like that. Like there needs to be a a, a solid reason why. Oh, I'm just yeah. I just want, the reason I asked is not because I think Kay is doing anything right or wrong. I just asked because I was genuinely curious to hear from a male perspective how you think of it you know this because I know for some men and women this is all different and I think it varies depend on your age group and you know whatever your experiences are but I was just honestly interested to know because I know there are some men and women who are just like if it happens it happens we'll see if we're be serious we'll be serious regardless of when we have sex and then there are some people who are a little more traditional who are like well you know maybe I should give it some time I don't want to give the impression that I'm easy or I'm just looking for a quick little nut. I actually want to get to know you, blah, blah, blah. So I was just genuinely interested in what your perspective is as a man on the subject. But, hey, what's going on with you? How are you looking at it? Like, do you care? Is this out of the norm for you? What What are you, where's your mind space at with it? I haven't had sex for a month. This is very fucking out of the norm for me. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying I to give you haven't had sex in a trying. month and I've been dating an inmate and now I'm dating somebody that's free and I haven't had sex in a month. Like well none of this none of this <laughs> feels normal or usual. But and I and I almost feel sorry for the next man that I have sex with because <laughs> the got- beast is a her eyes will turn a different color and everything. Get over here. Let me suck that. Oh, she can do a Super Saiyan Goku. Yeah. No, you know that scene in, in um, Don't Be a Menace in the Hood. While Where you going, nigga? Right, let's get it on. Yo, y'all are out of control. Yo. <laughs> do you remember that movie, Yo. Nate? That yes. scene where the guy is having sex with the girl. He was like, go crazy, girl. Go crazy. And she was like, yeah. like she rolled her hand around. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's <laughs> that's part. I don't want to be this way, but I feel so sorry. Like my vagina, my pussy, my poom poom, all that. She got a whole voice of her own. She got her own. She be doing shit. And I'd be like, damn, you gotta relax. Like, I know it. Chill out, chill out, little mama. Chill out, little mama. Know what I'm waiting for? Like, (laughs) for it. See me, Seymour. See me. (laughs) 
<laughs> My name is Kennedy, and I'm here to get friendly. <laughs> <laughs> yo, I thought we had a threesome last night. Yeah, me and her getting crazy, yo. Wow. Ridiculous. Um, you know, I'm just I'm trying to chill. I'm trying to I wanna try to make it till next year, but I don't think <laughs> no, it's got all right now. All right. All right. All right. You're going too far. You're going too far. You're going too far. What's the longest y'all ever waited? I don't know. I would prefer not to remember those terrible times. <laughs> terrible times. We you say you was holding out for it, Nate, huh? You was holding out yeah. for it. You was holding out. Yo, sometimes they didn't pan out fruitful. Like, I wait. You made me wait for I this. I'm like, I know. You, oh, you ain't that so nervous? <laughs> you said you got nerve. You tried to put nerve. You tried to hide the box like it was super box and it's yeah. medium grade box. Super, tr- super trash. Take this <laughs> shit to the recycle bin. <laughs> I want it Omaha. You brought no. out back. <laughs> what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> no, I wanted a steak. You brought a pork chop. Get out. <laughs> You you brought some some gizzards. <laughs> Matter of fact, I got some receipts. I I need all of this this back. I I got receipts. <laughs> I need to be reimbursed. Ew. Nate said, "Bad pussy needs to be tax deductible." Facts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Y'all, y'all get your Twitter fingers ready. Write your, write Sam, your Twitter. They got the hand. And coffee. it wasn't hidden. <laughs> Give me this money back. If I say hit money back, a, it should be guaranteed <laughs> by the United States government in the tax code. If you spend this money on this woman and the yeah. box ain't good, get your money back. <laughs> when they I'm, get double, I'm double mad. Like, I didn't spend time and money. Double mad. And they for a business card. That I can't get back. <laughs> and it's gonna say box number fourteen. <laughs> I'm hot, like you. I, I, yo, it's one of those things where like y'all do it too. Y'all will make yep, some nice wait, true. like while y'all trying to decipher between bitches, and then that's you'll true. have sex that you like. <laughs> I know what. Right, you thought you was about, especially if he been talking that mess like, to you. I just knew. Yeah, girl, I'm gonna break <laughs> like, you down. I'm gonna turn you out. And I'm sure that's and upsetting like, because you you all have wasted time. But very few of those instances where you spending money on that man. I'm I'm going to go out on the yeah. limb and say. Yeah, Y'all aren't really spending much. Like, you might have paid the tip on one date or bought some popcorn, but you went out there. Yeah. Other men are dating the way you are and paying for shit. There's a lot of double yeah. dust niggas out here. I'm telling I you, man. It's, it's, a wild, it's a wild, wild west out here. Dudes is really wild. like, how do you, how come you can't pay to get my hair done? And my nails- <laughs> And pay for the meal. Pick me up. I blame wow. Usher when he said trade um, places. What? I, is... I blame Usher. 
Hold on, I we like, want to have a segment about this because I, I'm I, uh, apparently. Oh, you don't know? You don't know? Yeah. I had to no, do there, there are some like, let's like take me to the barber shop. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. And we got there. He's like, can I get that 40? And I gave it to him. So he can go get his hair done. It's out here. Out here for real. Yo, I'm hustling backwards. Hold on. I, I need to go back to no, the drawing no, board, re strategize. No, 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 please, no. We don't want to corrupt you. We don't want to corrupt you. Nate. Another time, please understand this. Please understand this to me. I went on a date, and then at the end of the day, he said, You can split the checks. And I was like, Okay. And when I got my check, he had added the appetizers to mine. Oh, so he just covered what his drink? Like he wasn't eating the appetizer. He didn't want to split that. Like wow. it's, it's Yo, that's, that's crazy. That's like, I'm, I'm 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 taken back by this. I I mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> now you see how I feel. We're taking back right. to so We're I, taking I, back I, I feel, We are. I, I, so I everybody gets, everybody bow their heads. Everybody bow their heads for a moment <laughs> of silence for the women and men who spend both time and money getting to know somebody and the box ain't or the the rod ain't what was advertised as it should be. It's it's very sad out here. Y'all have been a fool. Nah, nothing yeah. but fool. I That's appreciate for coming on tonight. This has been yeah. the three amigos for that ass. Nate, for that ass. Britt, thank y'all for being here. We out. Yeah. Thank you.